Today's reading is from Luke 1, verse 26, and that's page 1025. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favoured. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favour with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she who is said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be as you have said. Then the angel left her. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, your kingdom will never end. And as we celebrate that truth today, that you were born to be our king, uh, please would you work in us by the same Holy Spirit that we read of in this story, that we might respond with the same faith that Mary does. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, today, uh, you are going to have to have your Bible open, so don't uh, close it up or turn it off. Uh, The passage that uh, Wang read for us, we're going to be looking at that uh, together now. And uh, having seen, if you were here at the family carol service yesterday, uh, the way that once John put some uh, chocolate uh, out there, uh, there was just so many responses, uh, I've just shamelessly thought I'd do the same thing this morning. So uh, Noah will be my lovely assistant coming around when I've got some questions, but the questions will come, did you hear the pot being opened? I better get on with it, otherwise my family might eat them before we get to give any of you any prizes. Well, uh, Jesus was born to be our king, so... Just to be clear, which king are we talking about today altogether? Jesus. That wasn't bad, that'll do. Of course, it is King Jesus. But uh, who else became our king this year? Charles. That's right, you can't all have a chocolate, so there we go. You all responded together, we know that. Um, You weren't quite so enthusiastic as for Jesus, but then we are in church, and it is Jesus' birthday, so that's okay. King Jesus, but we've also welcomed King Charles, and I thought it might be helpful for us this morning, just for a few minutes on Christmas Day, just to learn a little bit more about Jesus by way of contrasting what kind of king he is with the kind of king that we hope and pray Charles will be for us. So here we have two kings Uh, Charles and Jesus. That's the picture, apparently, that will be on the new uh, coins when they uh, start uh, coming out. Uh, So there we have King Charles and King Jesus. So uh, 
I'm going to show you a little video now about when Charles's birth was announced. It doesn't give you the answer to the question on the screen. I'm going to ask that when you've watched this. But just enjoy this. It does feel like it comes from another age. Buckingham Palace, which for 62 years has seen no royal birth, His Royal Highness the Baby is born behind these windows. Broadcasting the news that all have waited for is light programme announcer Franklin Engelman. It has just been announced from Buckingham Palace that Her Royal Highness, the Princess Elizabeth, Duchess of Edinburgh, was safely delivered of a prince at 9.14pm, and that Her Royal Highness and her son are both doing well. Listeners will wish us to offer their loyal congratulations to Princess Elizabeth and the royal family on this happy occasion. Well, there we go. Doesn't that feel like it comes from a different era? It really does. Now, here's the prize. Noah, are you ready with the chocolates? Uh, Who can tell me what date King Charles was born and when the announcement was made? His announcement was on the day. Yes, that was a hand, but it got put down by mum. Because it was over. Hey, you don't know the answer to that. No, not that one. Anyone tell me? Can it be a grown-up? Yes, come on. Do I go to Rosalind. There's the hand. Come on, Rosalind. What date was it? Yes, that's very good. You can, have a, you can have a chocolate for that. There'll be an extra chocolate if anyone knows the day in the month. Oh, were you going to... Oh, we've got 14th and 19th. Let's see. Sally says the 19th. It was the 14th. So there we go. Um, you said 14th, didn't you? There you go. You should run around, Pod, and um, there you go. Excellent. So there we go. Charles, Philip Arthur George, uh, his name and his birth were announced just before midnight on the day that he was born. Of course, Charles was born uh, into a royal family. His birth was announced on the gates of a royal palace. There was a great fanfare. It's an incredible contrast, isn't it, to the story we're reading in the Bible here where an angel comes, well, that's more impressive than a royal messenger putting a notice up outside Buckingham Palace, but actually comes to a girl from, to an, in an obscure northern town. And though she's in Israel's royal family, there hasn't been a king of Israel for hundreds and hundreds of years. The kingdom is gone, and yet the announcement comes so When was Jesus' birth and name announced? Well, by an angel before he was conceived. That's amazing, isn't it? That's what we're reading here in Luke chapter 1. Charles' birth and name were announced after he was born. That's normal, isn't it? That's what happened with all of us. We were born, we were named, and people were told. It didn't go up on the gates of a royal palace for most of us. In modern era, it goes out on social media. But... Jesus' name and birth were announced even before he was conceived. Now, here's the prize. Which verse do I get that from in Luke chapter 1? Noah, be ready with your chocolates, as I want people to be looking at Luke chapter 1. Which verse do we read in this? And we're just looking up to verse 33, actually. So it's verses 26 to 33. Hands up. Uh, Which verse tells us that uh, the announcement of Jesus' name and birth? Yeah, I'm making you worry. There's a hand down here, hand down here, the Nixon Row down there, I think it is. So rush down the side. There we go. Read the verse out first. It will work. Put it near it. Put it near the boy. It'll be fine. Mum will make it work. Is it verse 31? 
Let's have a look. Oh, yes, it is. Read it out for me. You will be with child. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. Marvelous. Thank you very much indeed. So there we go. Before Jesus was born, his birth and his name was announced. God was keeping a promise. This was going to be a very different child indeed. So let's move on. Who was Charles's mother? This shouldn't be complicated, really. I'm not sure this is worth a prize. If you don't know this, you probably have to leave the country. So uh, who was Charles's mother? Queen Elizabeth. Uh, Because that was beautifully said, you may have a chocolate anyway. There we go. Beautiful. Thank you, Frankie. Uh, Absolutely, Charles's mother, who I hope uh, we will come to call Elizabeth the Faithful. Uh, That's um, my uh, uh, hope that that's what she'll be known as. Uh, Our faithful queen, may give thanks to her long reign this year. She gave birth uh, to Charles. There she is as a young mum. Well, who was Jesus' mother? Again, it's not a complicated question, but there's an enthusiastic hand down there, Pod. Go on. Down there. That's it. Run, 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 dear boy. That was from the row that was oppressed Mary? in the first question. So, who, who was? It was Mary. Absolutely. It was Mary. Now, here we go. We're going to fill in some blanks in verses 26 to 28. So, no, don't go and sit down because you're going to run around on this one. Uh, so, God sent the angel. What was the name of the angel? Let's have a hand. Oh, uh, yes, go on. Gabriel. Gabriel, that's right. Chocolate, there we go. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth to a... Hand up. Yes, run, run, run. A man named Joseph. Say again. A man named named Joseph. Well, it was, but actually the word I was looking for here was virgin. Because Jesus wasn't going to be born in the usual way. And of course a virgin, well that's for you mum and dads to explain to your children when they ask you about that uh, over Christmas dinner uh, a little bit afterwards. Uh, I just thought I'd leave that one with you. But (laughs) Jesus comes as a miraculous birth. Let's just say, because we're all in church and grandma's here, not in the normal way that boys and girls are born into families. But in an amazing, miraculous way. So here's Jesus' birth, announced by an angel. He's going to be born of a virgin who was pledged to be married to. Let's not forget, who was uh, Mary pledged to be married to? She's already been there. Oh, yes, go on. Yes, Matty. Joseph. Joseph, well done. Okay, there you get that chocolate. You've earned that one. And Joseph was a descendant of. Oh, yes, yes, over here, over here. Run the side aisle. There we go. Joseph was a descendant of. David, absolutely. Now, that's really important because God had made some amazing promises to David who reigned about a thousand years before Jesus was born. And God had promised David that his kingdom would never end and that one day he would have a son, a descendant, who would be God's own son and his kingdom would never end. Wow, it's amazing. All these promises that God has made, they're being kept coming true. The angels made an announcement. It's going to be a miraculous birth. Joseph is the descendant of David. He's going to be there as he welcomes Jesus into the world to keep all God's promises. The Lord is with you, the angel says to Mary. He means now God really has come to us in Jesus. And that means the Lord is with us as well. Well, here we go. It's a slightly more interesting one. It's easy with Charles. Who was Charles's father? Oh, 
Clearly no one's hungry. Yes, Mo. Mo wants chocolate. Mo, that's it. You've got to get the answer before you get the chocolate. Yes, say again. Philip. Philip, yes, thank you. That's right. Yes, it was indeed uh, our, our dear Prince Philip of late memory, so that wasn't complicated. Um, but just while we're on ancestors, I just told you that David was a thousand years before Jesus. Who's your favourite uh, ancestor of our present king? Who's your favourite king or queen in history? There's no right answers to this, uh, but you can get a chocolate if you... Uh, yes, go on, Lou. I knew you were going to say that. Alia loves Queen Victoria. But there we go. What can you say? Uh, other kings and queens are available. Who's your favourite? I'll tell you mine in a moment. Uh, queens or kings? No, any monarch in British history. Who's your favourite? Bertie, King George VI, the Queen's father. It was a faithful, wonderful wartime leader, wasn't it? You can have a chocolate for that. And I heard over behind me, it was a, a suggestion. Audrey, who was your favourite? Elizabeth I, right. And can you tell me why? She was a good Protestant queen, absolutely. She was. Amen, I'm with you there, all the way. Absolutely. She was a, a wonderful queen, Elizabeth I. You never know what answers you're going to get, but I normally worry about the children. Uh, do you know, my, my, my favourite, uh, let's see, can anyone guess who that was? This is my favourite king in English history. Oh, yes, there's another hand there. Go on, do you have a guess? I'll be really, really impressed if you know who this is. Let's just say I regard him as a sort of personal hero. Oh, yes, go on. There's, there's a hand around the side from Daniel. Daniel will know, because Daniel knows everything. There we go. He's down the side aisle. Yeah, no, don't, no, keep going. No, no, don't. No, down, down, down that way. The very large man with the big brain. Yeah, Daniel, who, who is it? I don't know if he's uh, your favourite ancestor, Mike, but my favourite ancestor with whom I identify with King Charles is Ethelred the Unready. Yes, that is. That is. Ethel read the unready. A round of applause for my friend Daniel. Thank you very much. Uh, any of you who've known me for any length of time will know why I find Ethel read the unready uh, a personal hero. There are some wonderful kings and queens in British history, but actually, none of them was given the promise that God gave to David at that one day. One of their descendants would reign on a king over a kingdom that would extend to the end of the earth, the end of time, all of creation, and it would be one person who would sit on that throne. Isn't that an amazing promise? Well, that's the promise that God made to David and that God keeps in Jesus. So let's think about Jesus' father. I'll accept three different answers to this question. So um, who was Jesus' father? Uh, according to Luke 1, 26 to 33, we're only going as far as verse 33 because we need to get home before the turkey explodes in the oven. Uh, so, uh, yes, go on, Matthew, who is Jesus' father? God is the absolutely the right answer. Uh, we'll hold that answer because they're not the next ones I've got on the screen. Um, who else in this passage is Jesus' father? I've just told you the answer to one of them. Yes, yes, shout it out. Joseph. Joseph, absolutely. Joseph is Jesus' stepfather. Joseph brings him up. He's not his dad because, as Matthew says and the passage says, God is Jesus' dad, but Joseph is his stepdad. Now, there's another answer. I've just given you this. We've just done a big thing on this. Uh, who else is called um, the throne of his father? It's in the passage. First. Oh, oh, yes. David. Oh. 
Well done. Thank you, Jonathan. I knew. You see, Jonathan named after David's son. There we go. So David was his father or his ancestor. All those promises kept. And God was his father. Now, which verse in this passage do we see that God is Jesus' father? I want you to put your hand up and somebody's going to read it out for us. Yes, go on the side there to, to young Thomas. Yep. Uh, verse 32, he will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David. Perfect. He'll be great and be called the son of the most high. Verse 32, Jesus is, you're not giving him a chocolate. Oh, dear me. All that work and no reward. Shocking. So, uh, let's go for another one. Where does Charles reign? Uh, over what countries does Charles reign? Oh, actually, uh, this, is a, this is a better question. Oh, no, I've just put the answer up. Over 15 realms. <laughs> How many realms does he have? 15. Okay, that's the answer to that one. But which one's the most important? <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Anna. Australia. Oh, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Other countries are available, but there we go. The King of Australia uh, was uh, announced earlier this year, and there's some other small country in Northern Europe, apparently, that he reigns over as well. So Charles reigns over 15 countries. A number of them are small, semi-submerged rocks, uh, but uh, a small number remain that are proper countries, uh, and that's great. But um, where does Jesus reign? In the passage, first of all. In the passage. Where does Jesus reign? According to Luke's account. Yes, at Rosalind. You won't eat your turkey, Rosalind. The house of Jacob. Say again. The house of Jacob. The the house of Jacob. Jesus, verse 33, will reign over the house of Jacob. He's the king of Israel. Jacob is just another name for Israel. Jesus is the king of Israel. But when you read the Bible... So many times in all the promises that God has made, we read things like this. That God says to the son who would one day reign over the house of Jacob and take the throne of David, I will make the nations your inheritance, the ends of the earth your possession. And so the Bible tells us that one day out of the house of David would come a king of Israel who would be the king of the world who would be the ruler over all God's creation. And that's who Jesus is. Now, how long will Charles's reign last? We don't know, do we? There's not an answer to that question, except that one day it will end. And he'll join the list of all those kings and queens, and stories will be told of those who've reigned over our great country. How long will Jesus' reign last? From the passage, how long will Jesus' reign last? You can find me. Oh, no, this side, this side. Come around here. Forever. Forever, absolutely. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. That's what makes Jesus' birth so amazing. He's born to be our king, the king over all the world, the king over everyone, the king for all time. We should honour King Charles. The Bible is very clear that we should honour our rulers, uh, including our sovereign and all those whom God has placed in authority over us. We do that gladly if we're Christians uh, and we do it for the honour of our God. Uh, We should worship Jesus. 
because he's God's own son who keeps all of his promises, who forgives all of our sins and who rules over all of creation, including you and me. You know, a really good thing that you could do over Christmas or maybe a little bit longer is just read the rest of the story uh, in Luke's gospel. As it comes to an end, uh, Luke tells us that repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in Jesus' name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem, including England in the 21st century. We too can come to know God personally as we turn from our own ways, receive the forgiveness that Jesus brings, and turn to follow him as our living, eternal king. Read Luke's story and find that out for yourselves. Uh, Or invite someone perhaps to read that with you if you know the story already. Jesus, he's born to be our king. Let's pray that we would be his followers and worshippers. Lord Jesus, you were born to be our king. It's right here in the pages of your word. A miraculous birth. Promises fulfilled. You come to reign over all of us over all of creation. And so we pray that you would turn our hearts like Mary's to receive your promises, to worship you as our King now and always. Amen.